You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call 833-578-8466. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight, we go to the area of Arthur Pendragon. A campus night of scary experiences in Cumbria and many more tales. Many years ago now, and I mean years ago, I decided to go camping as teenagers do. And I went with a mate. Now I'm 51, but I can still remember that night clearly. And that's why I wanted to make this report to you, Deborah. Things did not start well with that journey and we got the directions where we should have been going wrong and we got on the wrong bus so we didn't end up in the Lake District but we ended up in a place called Alston. It was really remote and we walked along the riverbank for miles and there was nothing around and we were miles from anywhere by the time we set up camp and got in the tent. We had a good day even though you know we got the original area wrong so it turned out in our favour as we ended up in a really good place. As mates do, we had a laugh, messed in the river and enjoyed ourselves. But every one of us had the feeling that someone always seemed to be watching us that day. We didn't see anyone around. Much later, as it got dark, we settled down and we got into the tent and it seemed like we kept hearing strange noises off in the trees. At first, it started with breaking branches. And then later in the night, we awoke because rocks were being thrown at the tent that we were in. But no one was there when we got out and looked. And the tent was well away from the trees. So we would have seen people throwing rocks at us. The tent would be too far away from that tree line for anyone to throw and reach us from there. They would have to have been stood in the open. It was a horrible night. So we were away early by the next morning. We just got out of there. That was not how the outing was supposed to go. We were just young lads and we got the wrong bus and we ended up there by mistake. We didn't stay the next morning. We hitched a lift back to Durham, then a bus, and then we finished by a long walk home. As it took us almost a day and into the next night to get home. But we didn't want to camp anywhere else overnight. We just wanted to get home. It's been 35 years now. And it still puzzles me what happened that night. Now another report, a short walk as the crow flies from this, is from a camper in a very similar situation. And it was only a number of months ago. I was doing an overnight wild camp in the Peak District. And the location I stayed at was not far from the Derwent area. I hope this makes some sort of sense to you. 
as I struggled to explain it, but it was nothing visible that I could see. I set up camp in a valley that is just before the ridge, and as the because the wind was initially forecast to be high that night, but as it turned out, it was not. It was quite calm, really, and still. I decided to settle in for the night after a small fire and the cold had started to get worse. I'd lay there for quite some time and I decided to venture out of the tent for a wander and for a call of nature, to be honest. Nothing seemed to be odd or out in the ordinary up to that point. And I remember thinking that if anyone came, I would hear them a mile off due to the ground being full of dead leaves. Well, it was pretty big cold and I got back in the tent, got in my bag and I started to become warm inside my sleeping bag. And the night drifted on with absolute quiet, apart from the sounds of the odd plane or the odd train. Now, I'm not sure what time it was, but all of a sudden, I had a very strange feeling. This also came with a sense of heat, and I don't know how to explain that. I know that sounds odd, but I felt a kind of heat, and as I lay there getting hotter, the woods became full of owl calls. I remember listening and thinking it was amazing to be here, listening to all this commotion. And all of a sudden, these noises changed in an instant, as if an off switch had been pressed and the noises all stopped dead. I felt a very strong sense that something was near my tent. I can't really explain the feeling. It was like a silence. A silence that spoke volumes. And a heat. Odd, I know. But then I heard one single grunt and it was close to me. It was not a badger or a fox or a vole of any kind. It was a grunt and that is the only way I know how to describe it. I lay in the tent, eyes wide open and my mind racing. But at the same time, I did not feel in any danger. This pattern happened once more during the night. I had the same feeling, but by this time I was too tired and as I'd felt in no danger, I must have nodded off to sleep. All I can say now is, I think something was there at my tent twice in the night. I had noticed mounds as I was collecting kindling before settling down for the night. They were about three foot high, they were these large clumps and something about them just made me feel uneasy. But I'd forgotten about that when I was in the tent. I hope this is of some interest to you. And I don't claim to know more than that, really. It was just a really odd night. It just struck me on the way home the next day that it was just such an odd experience. And I've never had something like that before. And it was a very strong sense, too. The owl calls were also followed by shrieks that stopped with that off switch. This happened twice and then the single grunts. I hope you don't mind me not giving you my name, as I feel a bit uneasy about all of this. I just hope maybe this makes some sort of sense. I hope you are well, and you do well in your hunts, Deborah. I don't feel scared to go back, as I'm sure there was nothing to fear. I did notice a dead sheep also, and a very sad animal trapped in a fence, but I just put it down to natural deaths, as sheep do tend to be their own worst enemy. I've not heard of any livestock being taken by these things that you're searching for. I did not look for tracks or anything, and I wish I had used my head a bit more now. Maybe this area is some sort of place they travel to, or even pass through. 
it's so isolated you never see anyone moving through and it's about only about a 45 minute walk from town not too far away and a little short walk as we say we have the Keswick stone thrower it was about 29 years ago the witness says and my husband and I went to Keswick in the Lake District we decided on a lovely day to go walking through some of the more remote areas. We found a track and we just followed it. We All of a sudden we came to this clearing and we stood and just commented on what a surprise it was to find a clearing in such thick, thick brush like this. And it was an ideal place to take a break. So as we're standing there looking, we carried on talking and then we both froze and all the hairs on our arms stood up. We didn't speak. But at the time, we both felt the same. All of a sudden, the birds stopped singing and everything went still and quiet. We sort of froze to the spot and we still didn't say a word. Then we had stones thrown at us. They weren't hitting us, but they were landing near us. They were coming from the trees and they were landing really close to us. Then I said, let's walk back, just talk. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Normally, as if nothing's happened, we'll just walk back as normal. And that's just what we did. And as we walked back, we knew that we were being followed. And whoever was following us was really, really close. At the time, I thought it was the panther that they see up there. But then, with the stone throwing, I thought I was a raving madman. I never, ever thought of Bigfoot until I started to view this in a different way hearing all of the reports. Anyway, we were escorted to the edge of the wood and we knew it. So no actual sighting, but now, as I've got interested in Bigfoot and I understand some of the behaviour, I have no doubt what happened that day. My husband doesn't believe in Bigfoot, but he explained that he felt the same fear and the same shadowing as I felt. Now a shepherd finds a strange set of prints in the snow. Now if you stood on Crossfell in Cumbria and looked, you would be able to see all of these sighting report areas. And this report came in in 1988 to a UFO site. And it says Crossfell Cumbria is an area where a shepherd experienced some kind of very unusual events whilst looking for lost sheep on the summit of Crossfell in 1988. The shepherd tells the following story in a letter to the BUFORA. Um, she talks about ramblers in the area who have reported unusual anomalies, strange feelings which cause them to feel apprehensive and uncomfortable and glad to return home after dark. Now, the shepherd concern had been out with her partner, searching for some sheep that had gone astray. And it was winter, and there was a good deal of snow. They agreed to separate and go in different directions to search for the sheep. As she and her partner separated, she came across 
an unusual set of footprints. She says, the dog and I sat on the summit rocks just to eat sandwiches and have a well-earned rest when suddenly there was a violent swishing, rumbling sound. I looked back over the summit ridge itself towards the Dunfell radar beacon. There was a very peculiar cloud or disk which hovered for a second and then disappeared down into the Eden Valley. I decided to retrace my steps down off the summit and continue looking for the sheep at a lower level when the second weird event occurred. Not only were there tracks of mine and those of my two collies, but now there were two more sets of tracks alongside them. And these tracks were much larger and much deeper than ours. Now, no one could possibly have made them in the short time that I turned to observe the strange cloud. So I presume she means human-like tracks, which were much bigger than hers and much deeper impressed into the snow. One of my colleagues started to sniff at those strange tracks. Now, Crossfell is less than 15 miles from the earlier reports of the wild campers. And there are other experiences of strange cryptic creatures and unexplained events reported close by. And no doubt we'll be hearing more as the years go on. And as I said, if you stand at Crossfell Summit on a clear day, you can see the sights of numerous big, hairy, bigfoot, let's put it like that, big, hairy, upright, bigfoot-like creatures that people report. Now, it's a series of ridges, and for anybody who's not in the UK, I would imagine it's a little bit like the Appalachian Trail, where you've got mountain ranges with a valley below and another mountain range, with a valley below and another mountain range. And it would, honestly, it would be like a crossroads. You could go anywhere you wanted to from that point. You could head to Wales. You could head up to Scotland, north, go across to Northumbria, further up Cumbria, down to the south. Just the possibilities are endless. And if, as we surmise, that they may be using the river systems, there are hundreds of small streams and brooks and rivers that crisscross the entire area and lots and lots and lots of reservoirs. And the cave systems are vast and just run everywhere. And of course, we must not forget the old legends of Vizier the Giant, a tale as old as time, really. In Ement Bridge in Cumbria, by the river there, there's a cave, and the cave's known as a giant's cave, and it's a place associated with two giants called Tarquin and Vizier. The pair lived on a diet of human flesh, a practice which might not have lost its appeal when Sir Lancelot slew Tarquin in battle. Now, a similar tale comes from another Cumbrian cave system, and this is called the Isis Palace system. Now, the cave system was once the home to a giant named Hugh Cesaro, who either fought on the side of good or took local men and women and farm animals back to the cave to snack on, depending on who you asked. Now, there are ancient standing stone henges dating back to 1000 BC, which you can still visit to this day. There is even an area that's supposed to be Arthur's Round Table, and I think it's actually called that, and you can visit it. Now, it would seem Cumbria is still a place with many surprises still to come. 
Now, the peaks and valleys have a lot to offer for a hiker or a wild camper. And if you're out there in the next coming months, keep a note of anything strange that happens around you. And as I say, there are numerous reports. Um, and, well, I'll just do a quick summary of them for you so, you you know, I don't bore you uh, immensely. We have um, a dark morning Bigfoot that was seen by a bus driver that on two separate occasions when he was driving a bus on very, very early morning. And then we would just head up to Weirdale Forest, just on the North Pennines there, and we have one, two, three accounts of a Bigfoot-like creature. Um, let's just go to the south of these reports. We have wood knocks that have been reported in the area. I think that's quite important. There's lots of audio um, reported. We have the bar fell hate man. The sale fell hate, hate man. Um, and lots of experiences where campers are reporting strange things that are happening in the night that they can't really put a name to. And then we also have the Bass and Wake Prince. They came in in 2016. So it is a very interesting area. And it has a lot of different habitat. So I'm not surprised that there are reports of these very strange creatures around. Whether we put that down to a flesh and blood creature or something much different, it could be that this is an area where lots of ley lines um, meet, and they do. Um, very strange um, reports come from Ambleside as well, and the Eden Valley has its own reports. But it would seem to me that wherever you are in the UK, in all honesty, you're never too far away from a very strange report or a site. And if you live in the UK and I haven't mentioned anything from your area, why don't you write in the comments or let me know in email and I'll see what I've got around your area for you and you might want to um, nip out there and have a look. And on that very subject, there is a BBR meet coming up. Now, I think it's going to be at some point over the next six weeks. It isn't me that is arranging it, although I will be there. David Bunt has kindly arranged to take people into his research area in the Delamere area. Um, and Werewolf Mike will be there as well. They will be camping out overnight. So anybody that wants to camp out and join them can do, feel free. As I say, I'll be there in the day. Um, there's a nice little cafe there where we can have a brew and a chat. There's a go-ape centre, so if you're bringing the children and you're worried that they're going to be bored, there's lots of bushcraft shelters around for them to play in. Um, lots of... Um, just lots of stuff for the kids, so it's a good all-round day for everybody. Anybody that's able-bodied and wants to go out with David to the areas where he's had experiences, feel free to do so. I'll be sitting at base camp with anybody um, who's not so able-bodied like myself. Um, I will definitely bring you the dates and the times, as soon as I have them. I'm just waiting for David to get back to me with them and I will put a video out there for you all. Um, you don't have to be a member. If you just want to meet up and see what it's like when we do when we have our meets, please feel free to come along. Um, all we're asking for really is a donation of maybe a pound or two pounds, something like that, just to cover travel costs um, for me and Mark because we're going to have to come down that way. But yeah, we'll be there all day and we'll make you a brew and keep you warm and we can have a natter and you can ask me anything you want to ask. Um, if you're not too sure, just pop me an email across 
and I will give you my number so we don't get split up on the day as usual. But as I say, there will be a full video coming up as soon as I have definite dates for you. Um, and I will be arranging a live feed, I think, for this weekend if I can. If not, I'll try and get it ready for next week for you. Yeah, and I'll give you an update and let you know why BBR has been so busy. Um, lots of exciting things coming in, in over the next couple of months. I'm sure you'll all... Be excited to hear about them. <clears throat> so I must go now because I clearly need a drink. So until next time, thank you all very much for enjoying joining me. Good night. Leftovers. Or Ch -ch 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 the DMV. Number 97. Or Ch -ch 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 house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.